0: Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. You can find out more about us and our podcast on our website at productbydesign.co. You can also follow us on Twitter at prodbydesign. That's at prod underscore by underscore design. You can follow me on Twitter at Kyle Larry Evans. And you can also find Eva on Twitter at Yon Chow Chow. See you next time. Welcome back to another episode of Product by Design and welcome to the new year, 2021. We, we 20, made it.
1: We, yeah, we made it. And it's crazy to think about. I was signing papers today and I was writing 2021. <laughs> <laughs> it feels so foreign and weird. I feel like I didn't get any of the like in interactions with people and I didn't have to sign a lot of papers or anything. We didn't do anything in, in 2020 in this household. So it feels weird that we're signing 2021. And like, what happened in 2020? I feel like we didn't do anything, but here we are. Welcome, everybody.
0: Yeah. So this, yeah, this is exciting. This is our first episode of 2021 and it's exciting to be back. Exciting for a new year. And that's, that's pretty much it on that.
1: (laughs) That was all your excitement. (laughs) Yeah. That's all the excitement. (laughs) Yeah. uh, We definitely talked about a few things before we started recording, including, can I, can I say like, I bought a house or do I have to wait till... Like closing date, and then I am officially okay to say I bought a house. Yeah,
0: you're. I, I, either way, you know, you're you're buying a house right now. So <laughs> what are the rules? You are locked in pretty much. I don't think there's any way out for you at this point. So, you're.
1: I feel like people are at home are pulling like their own anecdotes of like it can still go wrong. Let me send you this link about this story. <laughs> don't want to hear it. Um. Yeah. Let's say I bought a house. Uh, well, me and my husband together, we bought a house. Um, very exciting. So 2021 has been great already.
0: Uh, Yeah, yeah. that is, that is super exciting. Congrats again, by the way.
1: Thank you. Crazy market. Yeah. I just feel like it's, it's a weird beginning into 2021. It feels like what a (laughs) exciting beginning. How are we going to top this for the rest of this (laughs) this year? Um, And then I also don't want to jinx it for bad things to happen. Uh, I don't want another earthquake. Yeah, um, That was something that we actually were talking about homeowners insurance and we're like, yes, we need earthquake insurance. <laughs> do do you guys have that in your homeowners insurance?
0: Uh, we don't right now. No, not yet. So it's one of those interesting things. Like as you start to look into it, it is, it's actually interesting and difficult and a little bit expensive to get. So, uh, and they don't do it all the time. So you can only get it at certain times, like after, in between, basically in between like disasters and things like that. So what? yeah, it's not, yeah, you'll have to look at it. And, and we, every time like something comes up too, we're like, oh, we should look at it again. <laughs> and then we like weigh the costs of it. And it's like, oh man, because my parents have it, but they got it a long huh. time ago when it was very, very inexpensive and like they were very fortunate to be able to do that uh, through like their, their homeowner's insurance. Now I don't think homeowner's insurance do it. So you have to go through like a national agency and only certain ones do it. And I'm other people are probably more familiar with it because we, we looked at it a little while ago, but it's, and it's super expensive and you can only do it at certain times. And anyway, a whole bunch of different things. And, And we were like, Oh man, this is this, is difficult and a little bit uh interesting. <laughs> so we'll revisit this again in a little while. Anyway, yeah. You'll have to yeah. see what how your miles vary on that as you look at it.
1: I really hope that we'll never need to use it because yep. that last go around was kind of scary. Yep. It was just like, whoa, 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 easy. Like what is happening? Is this really real? And I know that we have spent significant amount of time when it happened. I can't remember what episode it was, but <laughs> I just, I'm like, Oh, I don't want to relive that again. And uh, if you listen to that episode, you'll hear my voice, the little uh, shivering in my, in, <laughs> the little shiver in my voice. I, I don't like earth, earthquakes are crazy. Yeah. Just crazy. Yeah. So yeah
0: yeah no for yeah. and for a while too like uh, we like any tremor in the house like even if it was just like trucks going yes. by what happened which happened all the time it was it felt very jarring and yes. it's like oh no is it happening again and we lived through that for a long like months and months it was it's crazy just how much that people who are listening in california are just like ah these People in Utah can't handle their earthquakes. (laughs) No, you're right. We can't. It was very, very traumatic.
1: Nobody should. Yeah, nobody should get used to it. It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter where you live. Like, that's not a natural thing to just happen. I know it's a natural thing, but I want my feet on the ground and I want to stay upright along with my home at all times. And I do want to tell you, though, immediately, like the day after, I was like, "Mm, do I just start wearing a helmet in my house just in case? because you never know. You never know. I also live on not the ground floor, so uh but that was our episode of home ownership. Homeowners insurance uh 101 uh, episode 1. <laughs> Thanks for listening. But yeah, um very exciting beginning to 2021 and very happy to be here. First episode of the year. Um how's work going?
0: All good. Exciting to be in a new year and uh, get, you know, get kicked off again on work stuff. So it'll be interesting how things start to play out, especially with, uh, the coronavirus vaccine, like coming back in. Um, yeah. you know, I don't think that we'll be at, this is probably a whole episode in itself, but you know, I don't think <laughs> we'll be returning to the way things were, but I, I do think that we'll be seeing an acceleration like we have of the trends that were already going on for a long time. So, uh, yeah. the remote work, all of that. But as people are starting to be able to go back into the office, like how do we start to balance that? And so those are the interesting problems that all of us are probably tackling. And then the, the so, like the software solutions that come along with that, which yes. are the things that we're working on. So that's like some of the product role that I, that I work on, which is exciting stuff. So anyway, it's cool. That's
1: awesome. Yeah. Do you feel ready to be at work already?
0: To be at work, like at the office or back from the holiday? Two different things. Oh, back things. from the holiday. <laughs> oh, back from the holiday? No, no. I don't I don't feel like I ever quit. Like the holiday break is just, look, I don't know. There's just something about it that is just so good. You can't replicate yep. it from even taking breaks throughout the year, like taking a vacation or whatever, it's not the same so as the end of year holiday break yep. because everybody is doing it at the same time, which means yes. like everything just kind of pauses for at least for a lot of industries and a lot of companies, which is awesome. If, if yours isn't like that, I'm sorry. But for <laughs> for the last little while, that has been my experience and it's glorious where everything just slows down yes. to a crawl. Everybody goes on vacation. Uh, that's like our company, our customers, like everything just like pauses. Right. And you don't have to worry about emails. You don't have to worry about being online. Yeah. Even if you're working. There's no fire. Yeah. There's no fires to take care of. Even if you're working because you don't have, you're not taking vacation. You, your pace of work slows so significantly that you're just like catching up on stuff. You're, yes. you know, you're not working too hard. And then you're spending a lot of time <laughs> with like family Um, In other situations, like friends, maybe not so much this past year, but like just really taking some time off, taking like a break, you know, recharging Mm. and stuff like that. So like that is just so good. Yeah. And I... I don't think I'm ever ready to leave that behind, but you know.
1: Yeah. I can tell how excited you are just talking about, yes. you know, the holidays and stuff. And we have like, what, 10, 11 months to go now. <laughs> um, it's unfortunate that countdown seems so huge the second you're out of it. And I cannot wait for the next holiday, even though one day, whatever day, what is coming up next?
0: Uh, what is coming up? Do president's <laughs> day, president's <laughs> like day for some nothing. people. Yeah. I, I, Maybe President's Day, if you're lucky enough.
1: Isn't it in September?
0: No. So President's Day is uh, in January.
1: Okay, guys, I'm not from here. Yeah. So do not tweet at me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I should know this. I still should know this. I feel like I've been here for too long to not remember this. Um, oh, yeah, no. It's February.
0: I, okay, yeah. So President's Day in February. <laughs> sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, man. I'm, I'm, I'm botching it. Uh, um, Martin Luther King Jr. Day in, uh, okay. in January. Sorry. I so I was flipping those. I don't think most people get that off, unfortunately. Um, and then president's day in February, uh, which I think is more likely that some people get that off, um, than others. Uh, and then after that, it, you just kind of enter into the slog, I think of, um, time off until I don't even know what until you take time off until Easter, maybe. Easter, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's always a holiday that I'm like, I think it's coming. I don't know if it's coming yet, <laughs> but, um, uh, this is a long intro to the episode, but I just want to put it down that Kyle, if you have to cut out anything, do not cut out the part where we both just, um, yeah. President's day in, in, in September and January and speaking of appreciation for holidays let's <laughs> talk about appreciation for our colleagues at work and Kyle what are we talking about today
0: yeah so we wanted to kick off this year talking about employee appreciation so how can we as both as leaders and as just teammates peers product people both recognize and show appreciation for you know the people on our teams and the people that we work with uh how can we do it? Why is it important when and and why to do it? so those were some of the the things that we wanted to cover but first off, I'll actually pose the question to you. Are there any kind of instances that stand out of your in your mind of times that you have really felt recognized or appreciated that I guess in your career that that have been really really good examples of being recognized on the job or appreciated?
1: I have two answers. Yeah. One answer is very, very, <laughs> um, glorious answer. And one is not quite, um, I'll give you the, not quite shiny answer because it is, <laughs> it comes with a free vacation <laughs> paid by the company. <laughs> so you see why I immediately thought about that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so the two answers to answer quickly, the first immediately came to mind was that two years ago, I won the employee impact award and I was able to go on this sweet. I mean, okay, let me clarify. I know some people are going to listen and be like, wait, what? I work with her. This is not true. Um, There was only one winner, final winner. And then the rest of the people that didn't, didn't win the big prize still get to go on this group Trip and that was all paid for. We went to Cancun. So that was a big, you know, very monetary, very tangible recognition from the company. And to me, things like that makes you, even when I just thought about it too, it feels kind of dirty to be like, oh, I got recognized. And there was like something is monetary. And, you know, it feels dirty to talk about that. But I do think that it is important because. When the business is profitable, like that is one very, very tangible way to let your employees know that, yeah, you are sharing part of that profit too. Like, it's, it's, I think it's very important. Um, and I'm sure, dear listeners, um, I have been in companies where they're always telling us, like, oh, we have increased profit by three million this month, and then everyone's scratching their heads and be like, yay, but okay, uh, what does that mean to me, right? Like I'm working my butt off, but what does that mean to me? So yeah, this is the kind of stuff that feels dirty dirty to talk about, but I do, um, I'm like, yeah, that's what happened. I really appreciate that, right? And so that's my not so glorious answer. (laughs) My second answer is um, just a lot of the day-to-day when even a coworker would message me on Slack and be like, hey, I really appreciate you doing this thing. Those things to me are much more like, personal and genuine. And it's like a direct impact from me to another person. So those are very much like, yes, I'll remember you forever for this. Thank you. <laughs> so yeah. Um, did I answer your question? Yeah
0: no, that even th- what you asked for? yeah. no, that's, that's exactly it. I think those are great. Those are some great examples.
1: What about you? I want to hear, yeah. In your experience, you
0: know, there's probably a bunch that stand out. So maybe I'll call out I'll call out two examples right now, and then I'll use a couple other examples probably throughout. One is probably similar to the the one that uh, you mentioned first, and it's not. I, I don't even feel bad about it because it it wasn't nearly <laughs> as big as like going on a vacation. But it's like uh, the uh, employee, like employee of the month. It wasn't even like that big of a thing, but it was like being recognized across like the company for just like the impact of what like I was, I was doing and uh, just having that like formal recognition of here is everything that, that Kyle has done. Um, here's, you know, here's why it's so important and, and all of those things. And like, here's like the little award that goes with it and everything like those are important things. And it feels like really good to get that like formal recognition even if it doesn't come with you know, some of that monetary benefit, though, like you said, I think that that's really important, especially as a company, if, you know, mm-hmm. if you're doing well, like that should be shared with the rest of the, the organization and, and all the employees who are helping make that happen. And then very similar to the other example that you gave some of just the, the comments I actually, for a little while started to save, uh, I had a folder just called like, nice things or something like that. I forget what it's called. <laughs> um, but just had like nice little notes that people would, would send over with, uh, just like appreciation or praise or, or something like that. Like, Hey, you know, this thing went really well, or, or you did really great on, on this thing just as like, a uh, a, a nice little folder yeah. to revisit with, with nice things that people had sent over. I, and those types of things are, I think really helpful because they're a lot of times, unprompted or not necessarily unprompted, but just you know, kind of, yeah, unexpected right. along the way. You know, here's not necessarily any reason, but, you know, just praise for doing something, recognition for, you know, helping out or doing something. So I think those are kind of on different ends of the spectrum. And we'll, I think we'll talk a little bit more about that, but important in their own individual ways, like kind of broader recognition and, and some of the less formal, less broad uh, recognition that you can get. So those are two that kind of stand out as examples for me as well.
1: Yeah. I really love that. And I kind of like that, uh, what you mentioned about the employee of the month, like, even though it's not like, Oh, you get a free vacation, but yep. that recognition of like your work actually matters in front of everybody. Like they know you're you, like as the person who directly impacted the business, I think it feels really good. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. Yep. It does. So I guess let's talk about that. Like first off, why is recognizing employees important? What is it about that that is important for, you know, for people on your team or for people that you work with?
1: Where do we start? I immediately also want to mention that like working in product too, especially in product, there are oftentimes so many opportunities to get really frustrated, right? Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't even matter. It's external factors or internal factors. How do it just uh, an industry that I feel like everything can be moving along so nicely. And then one thing changed and then everything's kind of domino effect. And, and that's when everyone's like, ah, right. And I think those are the moments that you kind of need to, I guess, with recognition, you can kind of off- offset those negative moments and use that as like, okay, I remember why I'm still doing this, why I still love doing this, or like this team matters to me. So that's kind of where I started thinking when we w- when we brought up this topic too. Because <laughs> um, really, the bad days are the days that I probably would need to look at that nice thing folder <laughs> <laughs> yep. a little more than others. So yeah, but... Um, Sorry, did you even ask me a question? I just jumped in with that thought, but I think it's very important. I think for product, it is a lot of very intangible fires that we're often putting out with many people involved.
0: Yeah, I and I think that touches on, you know, one of the things why it's important, especially for our teams, uh, you know, product and design um, can be very much in the fire all the time. And a lot of times behind the scenes, like if things go right you know that's kind of shared by a lot of people and yes. if things go wrong i feel like you know we can be on the hook for that or you know one one manager that i worked with like always kind of pointed at us is like you know we're the single throat to choke if things happen <laughs> like that and that was a phrase they always used was like you know you are the throat to choke so like if things go bad uh you know, you will hear about it. And that's, that's pretty much like the way that I think a lot of product teams operate is, you know, there has to be a single person on the hook for a lot of things. And often that's, you know, the, the product people. And so yeah. for better or worse, you know, with, you, you know, you have a lot of the, the ability to influence the direction. So a lot of influence, um, a lot of leadership, ability, but also a lot of the responsibility. And so when things go wrong, like you shoulder a lot of that. And so helping to ensure, I kind of think of why is it important to recognize and uh, yeah. Why, why is recognition such an important thing? I kind of think of it for, for three reasons to, to help motivate our teams, to help keep them engaged and to help uh, job satisfaction because, you know, heaven knows that there is a lot of times that it can be very, very difficult. So making sure that everyone has those three things, like you're, you're able to stay motivated, um, engaged and satisfied in, in, in what you're doing, being recognized for those things, whether it's broadly and formally or, you know, just personally and informally can go a long way in, in doing that.
1: I know in in a minute, we're going to talk about how they should happen or when they should happen. And I have one angle that I think it's often, uh, not often, some, it depends on the team. Um, Just one angle that I want to bring up, but a little tease here (laughs) before we get, but yeah, I I agree with what you said. And again, I guess for me too, just that same thing on the bad days, I would love to look at that nice things to keep me going. (laughs) Yeah.
0: As I I was looking at it too, um, so I found two like pieces of um, data that uh, had been, uh, I think surveys that uh, two different companies had done. So Towers Watson, it looked like, did a survey a little while ago uh, that found that engagement through properly recognizing employees, uh, especially like on your teams, uh, you were able to increase... Employee engagement by about 60%. And Robert Half also did a, a survey that found that 66%, so about two thirds of employees leave employers if they feel underappreciated, which I mean, that number was a little bit staggering to me. But then I feel like, is there, you know, if you were thinking about like, what are the main reasons you would leave? an employer being feeling underappreciated has got to be like at the at the very very top. You know, if you if you don't feel appreciated in your role and that can take on a lot of different forms like um mm-hmm. monetarily underappreciated or undercompensated uh, or just like underrecognized for the contribution that you have would rank probably among the very very highest. So, finding ways to recognize your, you know, employees and people on your team, even if that doesn't necessarily mean like you can always, you know, give, you know, you can't give like a raise right. every single time somebody does something. Like, but finding other ways to ensure that people are satisfied by recognizing their contribution can go, I think, go a massive way to helping everyone feel mm-hmm. satisfied in their role.
1: Yeah. I can't wait to talk about like the ways we can do those things. Cause I, like, even with the day-to-day, not all the time, you're going to have like, Oh, $3,000 every month to, <laughs> to, you know, spend on recognizing people, but there are definitely ways that we can do that. And we'll talk about it in a second. I am curious. So Kyle, um, from, from your experience, have you seen people leave because the lack of recognition, you know, or you know what I mean? Like to all the data that you just brought up. I
0: have definitely, Uh, seen it be one of the, I think one of the, certainly one of the top factors. Um, Like as I've talked with people as they're leaving, I think it is one of the, certainly one of the highest motivators for people to leave is they just don't feel like they're being appreciated enough, like in their role. And I think that manifests in a couple different ways. Um, You know, just not enough chance to, um, either move up or be recognized for what they're doing or like grow. I I think those are like some of the top things. And I feel like there's different ways to address that. And that probably gets into like a much bigger topic. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, if, even if you're not in a position to like always, uh, give, you know the, like we said, like the promotions or, you know, massive bonuses or trips or things like that. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that there are other ways to ensure that people still feel like they're getting the recognition that they deserve for the work that they're doing and can still feel like satisfied and motivated for, for their contribution on, on a team. So,
1: yeah. And i My mind just kept popping up all these ways that I've seen people done uh recognitions on their team, and I guess before jumping into the how um where should recognitions come from, and who should be sharing these moments of recognition?
0: Yeah, that's a great question. So I think first off, it's probably most important that leaders are recognizing their the members on their team in various ways and we'll we'll talk about how to do that uh, but I think that if you like if you as a leader aren't doing that then you know it it probably won't matter th- that uh, your team members are getting recognition from other places it just won't be enough to like compensate for the lack of like recognition from uh, from leadership so if that's If that's not there, like that's probably the most important thing in my mind, like as leaders really have to uh, recognize like good work in, you know, just in a variety of ways and make sure that everyone understands that you are seeing the work that they're doing and uh, appreciate it and, and recognize it and understand like the contributions that they're making, especially on your team, but also like across The organization i think it goes a long way to see leaders uh recognizing you know not just necessarily on their teams or within their organizations but across other areas you know what's being done and who is contributing and how that's impacting like the broader business that's for me i think that's probably like the most Mm -hmm. important and the place to start and then also Peer recognition as well. I think that's a really important and good part. Being able to recognize your like teammates and peers and other people across the organization, so that you you can have that uh, folder of you know nice hmm. things that people say and be able to yep. to to look back on that. And I can recognize people, and other people can recognize across the whole organization because it's not just you know we can't expect just like leaders or executives to be right. the only ones recognizing everybody. That would probably be too big of an expectation.
1: <laughs> yeah, especially how, considering how collaborative, like within product, like we have engineers, mm-hmm. we have, you know, product managers and then product designers, UX people, like there are just so many people and like QA. There are just so many, so many people. There's no way like that. The recognitions can only come from like top down. <laughs> like we have to rely on each other so, so much. Yeah. It I, I I think it I I've never been in an organization where the there are more recognitions coming from the top than, you know, kind of amongst the people that are working on the same team on the same product. So I really want to dive into the how. Yeah. <laughs> and uh if we're ready. Let's do it. Those are the exciting
0: parts. <laughs> yeah, this is a good part.
1: Perfect. And okay. the, I know we want to talk about two different ways of uh recognitions, two categories I should say. Uh one is formal and the the other one is kind of informal uh type of recognitions. Um for formal recognitions, what are some ways that you recommend um leaders can can use to recognize their employees?
0: Yeah. So when I think of formal, I think of like an actual uh different like programs in place. So, you know, there's some very, now there's really like great applications that you can get, like probably can't even list them all, Motivosity or just other ones like that where you can put that in place and actually use it. Long time ago, we actually built one of those, like this was before there were any applications. This was years and years. We built our own in-house so that people could actually submit this type of feedback about people they worked with. And then we could deliver it to them. So like they would submit it and then we would, we would That's receive awesome. it. Yeah. And then we could go and and give that to people. And we did that like on a, on a pretty regular cadence. It was, it was really good. Uh, sh- I, sh- I should have had the idea that, Hey, this is something that we could actually like <laughs> product. Tie- yeah. Product ties and create and other people would find this useful. Um kicking myself now that we didn't, but uh, yeah, we, we had something like that a long, long time ago. But now you could, you have, you can get an application that, so yeah, so many that you can do that. And then other, you know, programs like we were talking about, like the employee of the month or employee of the year, like you were talking about, or other bonus programs, like those types of things that really show employees formally, like here is how we're recognizing everybody for the work that they're putting in. I, what other ones can you think of?
1: So I'm thinking like the most effective ones that I've experienced personally. And like I mentioned the, at the beginning, the one that immediately jump out with that vacation. Right. And, yeah. but that's not something you can do for everybody every month. Right. But I, I really am a big fan of those like employee of the month type of more. Um, they are formal process They're you know, across the organization, people can nominate kind of, uh, there's a process in place, a committee to actually process those <laughs> nominee nominations and stuff. And, but the cost of those are definitely a lot lower, uh, and even putting someone's name and face in the beginning of your, you know, quarterly reports and say this is the employee of the quarter or whoever, right? I think those are very, very important because it really sometimes it's not. Uh, I think as employees, I think we're not always sitting down there and just at our desk counting where is that billion dollar profit, you know, from last year going, and what we, I guess maybe I'm speaking for more than myself, but I I personally just feel like I just sometimes want you to see me as a human (laughs) and just know that what I'm doing matters. Right. And I'm not saying that's everything I need. I still need that paycheck, but those formal, but still has a lot of human elements, you know, in it, those kind of processes to me means a lot. So yeah, that's the one that I, I really, really support. And I think those are also a lot easier to do on, on smaller teams on even, just your own um, areas, not across the whole company. And I remember when once upon a time I was on a design team that was very similar, Um, even though it was just our team, it felt very, very great. It's like, Oh, this month, um, Johnny Appleseed here is our, you know, team person of the month. And those are always opportunities for everyone to kind of see how to, you know, pick, pick, uh, their brain a little bit of like oh okay what has this person done it's really cool to learn from you know those opportunities too when someone is highlight and you know spotlighted that way um so yeah yeah those are i think more more impactful than people think it sounds very artificial but it's not it's of course you have to be genuine with this process but i think these are higher impact than people think
0: i agree completely it sounds like it sounds contrived i agree And when I think of like employee of the month, it sounds like one of those like really stupid things that you get like your, your picture on the wall. And it's like, that's really stupid, but when it comes down to it, it's like, no, I really want that. Like I want my picture (laughs) on the wall because it, it, it means more than just like, you know, you've, you know, you've done something or you've, you know, you've just got your picture on the wall. It means like, Hey, people are recognizing the contribution that you've made. Like you, everybody's working hard. And you you are working hard, like, you know, people on your team are working hard. I know people on on my teams are working really hard and I want to recognize them. I want everyone to know that and to find the avenues to do that, whether it's more broadly or whether it's just like within our team, like say, you know, we, within our group, we're going to have, um, you know, recognition once a month to, to highlight things that people have done. And, you know, we're going to couple that with, uh, some sort of gift card or some sort of prize and, you know, just make sure that everybody is being recognized in some small way. Like those things I think go a lot further than we give them credit for at first blush.
1: Exactly. And I also think from the leadership perspective too, you can actually help set kind of not to make it competitive, but kind of show like, this is the standards we're looking for. This is why we think, you know, this person is very, very going above and beyond. And then I think the rest of the team can be motivated through that too. And kind of helps everyone to kind of have an idea of like, oh, okay, that's what I need to do to be above and beyond.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So those are, I think some of the the more formal things, but I, I think there's also like less formal ways. Um, what, mm-hmm. what are some of the less formal things that you have experienced or seen uh that you have found to be effective or interesting
1: so two things came to mind the first one is that um when we were still in office <laughs> pre-covid bc um this is one thing that uh, uh the company i work for clearly like they do this used to do this in office is that every thursday they'll push around a cart with like a bunch of thank you cards um that everyone can take and Um, you can use those cards to kind of, you know, write your own message to whoever you want to give that card to. And it wasn't so much like we have to do it, but it was kind of, it makes it a lot easier to have that mental space to think about, oh, okay, who do I want to think right now? And, um, it's definitely like that little nudge to get me to do it. Cause I mean, yeah, sending a Slack message is easy, but when someone is like here, write this card to somebody, um, and it was optional, right. And it, 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 every Thursday, it felt like, oh, okay, this is a day where everyone is getting that little, you know, card, and 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 most people do get get a card. It's it's kind of like a nice day of the week, and it's also, mm-hmm. I think, on Thursday for 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 a very obvious reason. That's near the end of the week, <laughs> mm-hmm. that little point. So that was really nice, and uh, to me, second one that is informal. This one is kind of out of the left field, I think, um, is when I do any like user testing, user feedback, anything that is more like a work-related, but then they would say, if anytime a user say anything like, oh, this feature helped me in this way, or it's very, very helpful, I make sure that I send it to the engineers who actually worked on it too. Um, and I think that is the kind of recognition that you don't really... Like there is not... <laughs> there's not a formal way for for a user directly to tell that specific engineer and say, thank you for saving my time or the QA person that put, you know, five hours into making sure this works. You know, there's just a lot of these invisible, um, well, they're not invisible. I think it's just often not thought of as recognitions because it's not our colleague, not our, you know, uh, manager giving that recognition. But when a user is saying that something you have done impacts their day-to-day, um, especially for in-house products, like that feels really good. And those are things that I try to bring back to the team. And usually people are like, this makes me feel so happy. This, you know, this brings meaning to someone's day, I think. Yeah. So yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I think those are great. And I I, I like a couple of things that you kind of mentioned where um, it doesn't always have to be formal. So, and this actually brings up a really good point. So, what are some ways that people want to receive recognition because I think a lot of people like different ways. So, written notes, like you were talking about, can be like a great personal way to give like some like really personalized recognition. Also, you know, giving some of that feedback from users to uh the actual developers or engineers who have worked on something, showing that, hey, here is the actual impact that you have had or that we have had in helping a real person out there with problems that they have. Like, that's a real meaningful thing. Um, And then finding other ways, too, like that people might just enjoy or like being recognized or having some, you know, small... Small gift or small recognition, just kind of personalized in some way, whether that's, I think of like some small, like treat or some small personalized gift or something like that, depending on the occasion or the person or something like that, can be like very meaningful, like, and even more so than like a gift card, I guess, you know, depending on what you're trying to achieve with it. And then you touched on something too that also brought up something for me that I really liked. Um, recognizing what people do and kind of playing off of that, where you know somebody might be really good at something, and recognizing that ability and asking them to to use that um, can be something that is really really powerful. Somebody somebody's really good at uh, sketch, and you know they're <laughs> just a sketch expert. Uh, recognizing that and saying, look you know, we would all love to learn more about that. Could you do a session yes. and teach all of us that because you are amazing and we could all all use that skill. Um, that's something that I don't think may necessarily comes to mind as like a recognition, but I think is just a huge boost to anybody. It's like, hey, you're recognizing totally. my my skills and then asking mm-hmm. me to use that to help other people. And it's not just a recognition, but it's like a public recognition of like, Hey, uh, totally. Eva is excellent at this thing. And we're all going to take some time to learn from her on this subject because we're recognizing her as outstanding at it. And so t- seeing that and then asking somebody to, to teach others is I think really, really powerful um, and gives everybody a chance to learn, but also gives that person a chance to show that, you know, they have, they've mastered something and, 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 you know, we were recognizing that. So those are a couple of things that kind of spurred, spurred to mind as you were describing that. Oof.
1: Yeah. I really like what you said about like the, the kind of validating someone's expertise on a subject like that. I really, really like that point. And I, <laughs> I, I remember moments in, in my career where I've seen, you know, that kind of recognition happen. And I think in design it's a lot easier easier, maybe because it's more like portable skills that you can showcase in, you know, a set amount of time versus like product product management. I don't know what what you guys can do in, in like let's say a 20-minute session. Right?
0: Yeah. What what skills do product managers really have?
1: <laughs> maybe that should be the next episode we talk about. <laughs> does it actually need and um no that that's so not true you guys have a lot of skills i think those are also skills that are not heart skills those are a lot of uh wait well, no they're heart skills too but i think successful product managers that i've seen those are usually people who are very ready for unexpected events to happen and they're very good at responding and that's kind of the common thread of people that I've seen <laughs> that are really good at it. and that's the kind of stuff you can't really put on a resume right like good at responding to crises. It's like <laughs> how do you quantify? <laughs> Anyways, um but that 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 that's your area. I I'm going to uh backtrack to what <laughs> we were talking <laughs> about now. Um yeah, portable skills and I remember yeah, like those sketch sessions or whatever it is. I remember my coworkers one time got to like talk about how to build an animated SVGs, but that was more during my web designer days. Um it felt really good. Also, I, um, I feel like it's more, uh, I guess I was more receptive to learning from a peers than like someone <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. So that was really great. Uh, but I really love that point of validating someone's uh, expertise through, through that. <laughs> it's a recognition and also a benefit to the team to learn. Yeah. It's an opportunity. I love that.
0: Yeah. I think that's great. And I, I love to, um, and we were talking a little bit about this, I think before Christmas, I, it goes back to our gift card discussion, like getting something for somebody that they wouldn't otherwise get for themselves um, can go a long way. Like you, you may not. And and that's where like a nice gift card can be something that's really nice. Or if you're just like, you know, I I may not actually like get a, like a box of cookies for myself, but man, I, mm-hmm. I would not say no to a box of cookies. And It would be like, <laughs> Oh man, this box of cookies is great. I wasn't going to go buy it, but I am, I am happy about it. So like those, those are like those, if you're plotting it on like the diagram, those are like those, uh, delighters. So yes. how can you find those little delighters?
1: Oh, wow. But now you got me thinking about cookies and then yeah. it reminded me, I have not even finished my Christmas shopping, but anyways, <laughs>
0: I know. And it's like right before dinner that we're recording. And so I'm, yeah, I'm, I've got cookies on the mind, obviously.
1: That is right. And so I I do want to hear too, like, have you seen any, um, I guess experiment or, or or ways that people have tried to use to recognize people that doesn't work or anything that to you, it's like, Oh, I don't really, it's not really a thing to me. Have you, have you had that in your career?
0: Yeah. Um, and I think it's, uh, I think there's probably a couple different things where I've I've seen that and it's probably where I'll, I'll try and think of a couple examples but I think for me it's where it's the same recognition for everybody when not necessarily everybody wants like the same type of recognition. Um I can oh, remember teams that you know there are some people who just don't want any Like public recognition at all. Like there, there have been some people who are like super, um, super shy about being recognized in in public. And this was on one of the larger teams uh, from a little while back. So I'm 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 thinking of a larger team where we had like a large sample size. Um, And I, I can remember specifically there were a few people who. Uh, Just didn't want to be in the spotlight. Like they were very much uh, didn't want that sort of like very, very public recognition. And uh, so, like, trying to do something where everybody was being recognized in the same way, like you were giving, you know, at one point public recognition over here and then another point over there, like people just weren't reacting the same to it. So, finding ways to kind of personalize it to how people felt that they were being valued in the right way. Like, you know, a, like a note for me just, uh, and, and that might be the opposite for some people. Like, you know, a note is, is great, but straight to trash. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just kidding. Yeah. yeah. Your handwritten note means nothing to me. Um, no, (laughs) that's definitely not true. Uh, but like, if are you like, if, if you're not, like publicly recognizing somebody like, are they, do they feel like you just don't care enough to, uh, to acknowledge their accomplishments, like those types of things. Like, um, I, I think that people feel differently about how they're being valued. And so, um, just trying to have an understanding of where people are and how that might change over time. And you know, what, and I think that really comes down to like having at least some you know somewhat of a, a relationship with everybody under and understanding you know what what really motivates uh, these people on my team and what can I do to help them understand that they feel that they are valuable and that we that I as a leader or uh, as a teammate appreciate what they're doing. And how can I best show that? And and I don't think you can kind of shortcut some of those things. I, I feel like you have to really have have an understanding of of what that is, and um, it isn't necessarily always like the same thing for everybody. And so I, I do think like at some at some level, like we all like if you're talking about a a, a large bonus and a, a trip to. Um, <laughs> to maui then like we like most of us could probably get on board with that i don't know that we would necessarily be like no bonuses and trips to maui just aren't my thing (laughs) but maybe maybe for some people they aren't and so like having that understanding of like what really motivates and helps people feel uh recognized is is probably the biggest key
1: i really like that and I think you pointed out something that uh, for me, I think I am probably more on an extrovert outgoing. Well, I'm closer to the middle than I used to be, but I'm definitely an extrovert. And then for me, like public recognition, it's like, yes, this gives me life. I can keep mm-hmm. going. Right. And I, I I do. Yeah. There's some names that pop into my mind and I can see how some maybe more introverted and shy people might not be as into it as I am. And even though I want to give them that, they might not be loving it as much as I want to give them. And I really <laughs> like what you, what you mentioned there, that, that, that was really good. I, I actually never thought about that, but that was really good. And another thing that I just thought of while you were, you were talking about that too, is um, I guess to answer the question I asked you, I want to give an answer to is when a company tried Multiple different, you know, ways to recognize people, and it's never consistent. That's when it kind of fall falls into this. Fall, the recognition goes into the drain for me, because then the recognition currency is kind of different every time. Like, oh, this time we have employee of the month, and then they don't do it for two months, <laughs> and then so it's like, wait, so does that mean the person that gets it after is like the most set stellar employee for the whole three months combined? <laughs> Nobody did anything in the two months that we're not doing or how does that work? You know what I'm saying? It feels a little less genuine if you don't keep it consistent. Um, and I've seen it happen and everyone's kind of like, oh, I don't know. That was a thing that happened at one point. It wasn't a thing that people believe in anymore. Um, so that was kind of like, "Uh, yeah, it was whatever. It was cool for a hot second. And I, I think that's also another thing to avoid <laughs> um, if we were to you know, try to run anything that should be formal and there needs to be a formalized process and cadence. Um, I think same for a lot of things in product, just when we built things too, is that, yes, we can launch a program. We can launch anything, but is there a bandwidth to support the lifespan of that program, including any recognition practice? Right.
0: Yeah. Um, No, you bring up a really good point. Like if, if you don't, especially with some of the formal things, like they lose a lot of their luster. If you don't keep them going, I've seen something similar. Like if you do it and then drop it and like pick it up again, like it just doesn't have the same effect anymore, um, with like employee recognition, like it, the consistency of, especially if some of those formal ones is really built around like having a, having a consistent cadence and everybody understanding like, Hey, this is a real thing. And, and being able to kind of count on the, you know, we're, you know, when we're going to do it, what it is, like what it entails.
1: Right. And people will expect it. And there will be people who are secretly trying to work a little harder to be like, I, I think I can <laughs> make the next employee of the month. And at one point, I'm not going to lie. I've been that person that like <laughs> way too aggressive about it in my <laughs> younger days. Yeah. It's going to be me next, next month. I really hope. Um, And it means something to, to a lot of people. I think.
0: It does. Yeah. I, and if you're listening, don't lie. Like, you know, it means, yeah, it means something to you we, we all care about it. So I
1: I would hope so. Um, it is a nine to five, but it is a meaningful one. (laughs) That's why you still do it. Right. (laughs) So yeah. What else? What, what else do we we want to talk about with recognitions? I guess
0: the last thing I would say, especially as, uh, and this kind of goes along with some of what we were just talking about. So when to do it. So I think it's important uh, to establish some of that cadence, especially with the formal, but also to not forget some of the other events and things. So as you're doing, uh, the, like the monthly recognition for like employee of the month or the yearly, um, to also just, you know, remember some of the other important things that are happening. So to recognize like birthdays, work anniversaries, um, the like the completions of big projects on on your team um, in addition to just the work that's being done and you know recognize just periodically you know so those are like some of the bigger events but then you know things that are happening day to day and and what's going on within your team within your group and understanding that you know it's helpful to to recognize and, and see that everybody, you know, what everybody's doing, how they're, they're working for the good of your team, your organization, your company, and just recognizing that. So that would be, I guess, probably the last thing that I would add in there. Don't forget some of the other stuff.
1: Yeah. And last thing I want to say from me is that we all have the power to recognize somebody. So I encourage everybody listening to recognize somebody um, that you work with in the next week and just tell them why they're great. At the Perfect. end. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Sweet. Um, do we want to do any product shout out or? or it's been so long that it, since we've done a product shout out yeah. uh, right. at the end.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. Product shout outs and gripes. Here we go. Do you have any product? Oh, that's right.
1: How can I forget that? we? How can you this? always do gripes? <laughs> Oh, am I? Am I always doing Grimes instead?
0: Usually, have you forgotten?
1: Uh, yeah, New Year, New Me, right? <laughs> People don't say that. I have not heard a person this year in twenty twenty one saying, "Oh, New Year, New Me." I don't know why. Have you?
0: No, but I don't get out much. So
1: <laughs> we who does? <us>. It's all <laughs> the internet that we, I really have not heard anybody say that this year at all.
0: Well, just probably watch a little more TV and and you'll see it maybe. Maybe on commercials. I don't know. Maybe you probably pay for ad-free stuff, right?
1: Uh no. No. <laughs> Who do you think I am? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh no, we have Hulu with wait, no. We don't have ads. I don't remember now. Maybe you're right. How do you know my su- subscription I... have it better? <laughs>
0: I I I don't uh but I just I know you have Hulu because you don't like it. <laughs> and so <laughs> I, I was just do guessing like at Hulu. that.
1: Yes. Just there are things to to improve. That's, true. That's all. I can say. Yeah, everyone go back to listen to the comparison between Netflix and Hulu now. <laughs> anyway, um do you have a shout out or gripe? Any gripe?
0: Uh let's see. I will Tell you what i'll kick you off with the gripe uh so yeah ces this week and this goes back to one of the gripes that you had and we called it um so the iphone uh stopped putting chargers in uh, a little while ago and so samsung and and I, i'm pretty sure i mentioned that as apple goes others will go so samsung announced its latest phone the s21 uh this past week and guess what they have excluded from uh the package a...
1: i have heard oh sorry keep going
0: oh a charger so they will not be including a charger they will be including the usbc to usbc cable but will not be including the charger with the phone so um i'm actually blaming apple for this so that my gripe is back to the latest iPhone, um, because I, I think they set the standard for that. And I figured that as soon as they did it, others would follow suit and others have followed suit.
1: That, yeah, I don't know what the logic is, or if there is even any one single reason to just do what Apple does. Is it because Apple does it? So we can now do it and just I, fly under the radar?
0: I feel like it's because you can get away with it. Like once they do it, you can get away with with uh, not putting it in there and charge people 20 bucks. Or I think Samsung's can be significantly cheaper than Apple, but I mean, still like an extra 20 bucks or whatever to get your your charger if you buy it from them.
1: So that's like the scale of product that I don't understand. I don't have any experience remotely to that scale, right? Like I sometimes like what you just said there is that they can get away with, with it, right? I don't feel like I can ever say that in my work where <laughs> it's like, oh, we don't need to do that in our product. We can get away with it, right? <laughs> and it's just <laughs> like such a different ballgame, it feels like. Um, I mean, it is different industry, but the idea that someone is doing something that is not great for the experience, but you know, since they're doing it, we can do it too. And that seems like such a crazy idea. If I use that same theory to apply to my work, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? That's, it just blows my mind. And yeah, but as a consumer, I do have a lot of chargers I can use. So I know, how do you feel about it really deep down? How do you feel about it?
0: I don't know. I'm like I said, I I would prefer some sort of like opt out um, as opposed to just like, you know, you've got to pay for another one. Um, I, I too have a lot of chargers, but I feel like they get progressively better. And so like each, um, as I get a new phone every couple of years, like I would prefer to be upgrading my charger as well. Like these huh. like chargers don't every, I, I, I do feel like they charge faster every few years. Like they are getting better and better. Like my latest phone chargers are significantly faster than the ones that I have from a few years ago. And so, um, if they continue to do that sort of stuff, like my latest one is like a super fast charger. And so it can charge way faster than like the older versions and that sort of thing. So anyway, I don't know what the new ones are, but I just, that's, I don't know. I, I don't want to pay an extra 20 bucks. So (laughs) I would prefer it just came with it. Let me, let me decide what to do.
1: I I think they're all also using the reason of environmental reason, right? That's the first one. (laughs) Yeah. Also interesting to me. But yeah, thank you for that for that gripe to complete our collection of Apple yeah. gripes. <laughs> and um, this week, I'll keep mine short because I am afraid that I'm going to get, I don't know, hun- hunted down <laughs> by all the things that I go after. <laughs> um, this one, I'm going after Google. <laughs> <laughs> this moment happened. Um, I promise you, everyone has run into this. I am putting down a dollar to bet on this, is that when you use Google Hangout to try to do a video call with somebody, do you hit the phone button? Do you hit the video button? And after you hit the video camera button, do you choose send them a meeting link or do you choose send them a video call? There are too many options to connect with somebody on Google Hangouts. And I'm not saying that it's, I'm not saying people are not using all of them, but the problem is that when I hit the camera button, like, I just want to call a person. I don't know if I should send them a meeting link or call them through voice or whatever. And I hope that they, I don't know. I, I, I think it's always interesting. Cause again, like that scale of product is very different than what I personally have experienced with. So I have no idea how they make their decision. And it's always like looking from the outside, trying to guess what they're doing <laughs> and um, understanding that they have like Google meet which is sending a link to that person to start a meeting versus the actual Google hangout video call? like, which is to me kind of the exact same thing when I'm doing a one-on-one conversation versus having a meeting that I probably would do a link. Right. Um, But yeah, so there's just a little bit of like, to me, uh, if somebody has just, you know, started using this, how would, how, how, how is Google helping them to make that decision? And right now it doesn't seem like there's anything to Show them which one to choose right now. Um, so yeah, Google is not going to sponsor us now or <laughs> Apple. So that that's my gripe. It, it just from even I it jumped out to me as a moment of like I don't know what to do. So
0: yeah, you're uh, you're pretty kind with that uh, uh- Google's Google suite of those different things from messaging to video calls has been. And continues to be a hot mess. So, and I don't think you'll find anybody who disagree. Like they, they, um, I don't think, I don't even know if they know like exactly what their strategy is. So (laughs) I would be interested to hear. We'll have you on anybody from Google who wants to talk about it.
1: Um, We'll put a voice changer on, I'm sure you have 10 already if you want to talk crap about Google on a public forum. So contact us. <laughs> but yeah, that's very interesting. Now I just remember, what is the other one that they have? Um, Google Duo? Du- Duo?
0: Yeah.
1: Is that the one? Uh, I don't know what that one does.
0: Yeah, that was, uh, I, don't know. I don't know if they still have it. That was, that was one of their voice yeah. video. Yeah.
1: I've never used it. I know I have it. Oh, I had it on my phone before. But anyways, yeah, Google, get it together. And thank you for supporting my gripe and pushing it even one step further. Yeah. Anytime. I do still have it on my phone? Never going to use it. Anyways, uh, I think that is it. Tweet at us and have a good day. All right. Goodbye.
0: See you. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. You can find out more about us and our podcast on our website, at productbydesign.co. You can also follow us on Twitter at prodbydesign. That's at prod underscore by underscore design. You can follow me on Twitter at Kyle Larry Evans. And you can also find Eva on Twitter at yawn chow chow. See you next time.